city.biz. Today, we have my sister representing St. Louis, Missouri, or around St. Louis, as she would say. <laughs> my sister, Nene Linus, is going to be on the line with us today. Now, for my good people that was watching this earlier, y'all already know it was not the way the buttons liked it. And if it ain't the way the buttons like it, then the buttons will stop the show to do it right. So, I'd like to let y'all know that we finna do this goddamn thing how we do it. This is She TV. We got my sister in on here. She's going to be talking about her music, her career, the journey of being a female artist in this industry and making this thing crack and making it go. It is not easy for our sisters, so I want everybody to pay attention, share this show. There should be no other copies of this show because I deleted them all. So without further ado, let's get into the intro of this show. Because this is She TV. We are broadcasting live on Roku, Grind City TV Network. We're broadcasting live on Facebook. We're broadcasting live on grindcity.biz. The Grind City Watch Mobile out, downloadable for free on Google Play, and we are broadcasting live on Twitter, Periscope, the whole nine. So, my good people, without further ado, let's get into what we came here to do, and that is put my sister in on. Let's go. This is She TV. This is She TV. Okay, well, I am Ricardo Nini Linus, young 
Y'all know what time it is. Anytime I touch down, get on anybody's station, radio or TV. It's definitely an honor. Hey, baby, what's up, baby? I'm in the building all the way in St. Louis, all Illinois. Put my city on the map. Y'all know what time it is. So Put it on the map. Put it on the map. So, <laughs> let's talk about it, sis. You are a singer and a rapper. Now, do you do any I production am. or anything like that? No, I don't. Hey. Hey. <laughs> she got a little beatbox. Did y'all peep it? We go. You want to do the beatbox battles? Go. Go, go. <laughs> oh. They don't know nothing about that. We're going to scare them. They don't know nothing about that old school. Now. What people don't know about you is you are very well traveled in this industry. You've been around Trina, you've been around UGK, you've been around uh, uh, MC Little, uh, I mean just a lot of cats doing the thing. How do you get yourself in position to be around these high cal- higher caliber artists? Well, you know what, and, and, and this is a true story, and this is for my people who got faith and believe in God. When you have something, when God has something for you, and it's for you, no man or no amount of money can actually get you through that door. Because there's been times where I have a lot of money and couldn't get me into certain doors. But once God touched a situation, that's basically how it happened. I mean, I just gotta keep saying God. That's how I got through all those doors. He touched the right people. He touched your heart. And um, they just open the doors and making stuff happen. They don't understand. When God touched somebody, they don't even know why they're doing it or how long they should be doing it or even if they should be charging you, but they know they're doing it because that's just where it's at. That's the power of God. So that's my answer. That's what Believe it. Believe it. I believe it. Now, now, when you are in the presence of these cats, what are some of the most important you picked up by traveling along and being along with these different levels of professionals. What was the sum of the what? Some of the pointers. What did you learn? Um, I definitely learned artists. It's definitely important to get your business part of it straight first. I mean, I know a lot of us like to go into the studio and jump straight into the booth and we think it's all about music and stuff like that, but it's not. I mean, it's 10% music. It's politics and music, to be honest with you. But I definitely want the artists to know, pay attention, spend your money where it where it makes sense. Make it make sense. I mean, I learned the hard way, bumping my head. I was happy to get on certain shows. Oh my God, I get to do this. And, and then after that, I did that. And it was just that. It didn't really too much have a meaning behind it. So I'm telling artists, Get with you a team, somebody that's gonna believe in you, somebody that's gonna pray with you, somebody that's gonna break bread with you, somebody that's gonna support you, you support them, and that's definitely, you need that team that's consistent and loyal. And also, you definitely need the power of prayer, keep that going. And also, learn the business. Don't be afraid to pick up the book. All you need to know business. There's other authors out there that can give you plenty of information about the business. And so, if you don't know, don't be afraid to go in somebody's inbox that you see they got years in the business and politely introduce who you are and say, look, you know, I ain't trying to buy you nothing, but you know, I, um, I need to know about this. 
Don't be afraid to learn and stop just thinking it's all about music. And stay yourself. Stay authentic. Stay the artist that you are. I mean, that, that, that's what it's about with me. Now, you know, it's interesting that you said that because, you know, I see a lot of these younger artists, they get an opportunity to open up for the little babies and all these other people, the baby, not the little baby, but the baby, all these other bigger name artists, and they jump on it, they're spending $1,500, $2,000 to get on these shows, but there's no connection made. How how would you suggest that these young artists make the connection? I think they need to start off by learning how to build a rapport with a person, which is very important. And for people who don't know what rapport means, rapport means you you get these to know that person. You're just not jabbing at them. I want this, I want this, I want this. You actually get these to know and you're supporting their movement just as much as you support yourself and you're respecting them. And, and you know what I'm saying? If they give you constructive criticism, don't be afraid to take it. Hey. I mean, because people don't want to deal with anybody that can't take constructive criticism. Hey, hey, you know, uh, you know, I think that is one of the, that is one of the hardest things as an artist to be able to accept constructive criticism because you have to know how to differentiate between constructive and destructive criticism you got some straight up fucking haters out here and they'll tell you that your shit is whack when it's really good because they can't achieve what you your greatness right that's true i mean you're there's people this is what i learned from um jerlevert when he and I had a set down um, in Houston, Texas, um, I asked him a lot of questions. And this, and, and I'm glad you spoke up on that because it needs to be talked about. You got people that say, I want you to make it. In the back of their mind, they don't want you to make it. They don't, they don't support. See, people need to learn the meaning of support and what it takes to be a supporter and to be supported. And, you know, in that realm, I mean, that's where I'm at again, but... I mean, I don't don't know, okay? (laughs) You know, and that's the question. That's the thing. You know, every artist wants to know how do you make and keep the connection? Uh, Even as a host... I mean, just stay in touch with people. Yeah. For one... You definitely have to stay in touch with people. I mean, you don't got to bug them. You don't got to bug nobody. Hey, hey, hey. But every now and then, you can just go on a page, see if they're promoting anything, and promote it without them even asking you. Yeah, that's the number one way. And I think the other thing is when you finally do reach out to somebody, have a specific question. Know what you want to ask. Because sometimes the question is so mundane, like, how you make it in the industry? industry what part of the industry do you want to make it as host do you want to make it as an artist a videographer like what part do you want so a lot of people don't even know what they want when they approach majors and that is a major turnoff yes because i i've approached people and i really didn't know what to say at times and then they'll back go well you know you might not want to mention this or you might not want to send your music if it doesn't sound quite right because me, I'm a go for the, the bosses. I the workers, I love them to death. But the bosses is where I aim for because it only makes sense to go to the source. Mm. 
Mm. Go to the source, learn your business so you'll know how to approach the source. Mm. I wasn't quite good at it when I first came in, and I was just jumping on people, hey, this, 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 this. And, and, and they liked it, the music, but my business skills wasn't quite on that level. But I can say now I've, I've been polished, um, and that's what getting my head bumped up against the wall and going through things to get polished. You ain't gonna just jump in this business and think you're gonna learn it all in one day because every day stuff is changing tremendously on a daily basis. Let's be clear. I, I mean, I love it. I think I think that is the best advice. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that uh, longevity and consistency is how you win. Longevity right, and consistency. True. So if you think you're going to hop this right. and get a quick payout, you, this is an investment. And it's an investment of your time and your money and your willingness to learn and be humble um, around certain people. So let's talk about it. When you first started, you was called Little Lady. And you're slinging these CDs out of your trunk, sis. Like, now, I know why they call you little lady, but why did they call you little lady? Well, they call me little lady because I, I used to be really, really small and kind of pretty. And it's like, I was a little lady. You had to come to me as I'm a little lady. I wasn't going to accept anything less than that. And I'm, I'm actually still that way. But um, with more humbleness, but um, I was really fatigued and, you know, my voice was a little bit more softer. You know, when you go some things, when you go through some things, you get that bass in your voice. Yes. <laughs> so you've been morphed into, you know, so you've been morphed into uh, Nene Linus. Now, how'd you get that name? Two times because the revelation gave it to me. He, he always told me, man, you grind harder than 32 niggas at one time. And I just be like, he was like, you be grinding and you stay consistent. You be up early in the morning, five o'clock, and on DJ's head, radio, and to me, like, I stay consistent with it. And he called me a lioness. So I just, I just added Nene, because Nene to me is a very respectful, humble, loyal, consistent artist. You know what I'm saying? Ladylike. But don't don't get it twisted, because I will pull up at your door. Because they don't know me. Let's get into this joint. They don't know me, which I think is they very fitting for me. this. Uh, tell us who produced this and who's on the track. Uh, Robin Wesley produced it, and Tay Goddess is speaking on it, singing on it, and I'm singing on it. Both of us singing on it, and I'm rapping on it. So it's just basically talking about you can live with people for years. You, you can do business with people. You can break bread with people. And that person still don't know you. And so this is where it's at. They don't know me. They don't know me. me. Let's like get it. into it. This is She TV. Grind City, baby. Let's go. This is She In my business, hey, I don't know what you heard. Rumors in the air, caught him bird. Say I stay on it, don't rehearse. Got a way full of fan called reverb. Say the hate so real, got him disturbed. I stay moon rocked on this sir. She biting careers off on this sir. Penny pictures, yeah, mouth. Pull up game real, what you talking about? Heavy money, yep, that's me now. Got stress, bring trust out of their eyes. Cause life is hard, time is short. 
a loss for y'all. Tired of poverty, so I'm grinding hard. Got more hard than a lot of y'all. they don't know me. If you did, you would know I don't play about my money. Cause you don't know me. If you did, if I fall, you would know I'm getting back up. Cause they can't hold me. Cause I'm destined for greatness. Cause I'm unfolding. Cause I work and I earn, nigga, everything that I got. Bitch, nigga. I own everything. I own everything. Bitch, nigga, I own everything. I, own. I ain't trying to fit in and run with the, the rest of them. Depressing ass rappers, police should arrest them. In fact, I feel like I don't want to test them because they ain't on my level. A plus one. So raw with this ish when I spit, I ain't done. Legacy 100, my bloodline A1. Lion is family, we build what we, we want. Won. We harvest this hustle, getting bags on the road. Get bags on the road. Get bags on the road. We harvest this hustle. Get bags on the road, like. Cause they don't know me. If you did, you would know I don't play about my money. Cause you don't know me. If you did, if I fall, you would know I'm getting back up. Cause they can't hold me. Cause I'm destined for greatness. Cause I'm unfolding. Cause I work and I earn, nigga, everything that I got. Got that smile in my face. But all that fraudish I don't need I'm trying to feed my family Walking in prosperity Cause they don't know me If you did, you would know I don't play about my money Cause you don't know me If you did, if I fall, you would know I'm getting back up Cause they can't hold me Cause I'm destined for greatness Cause I'm unfolding Cause I work and I earn, nigga, everything that I got y'all know that my show from the ground up productions featuring myself and my co-host ray will be teaming up with grind city tv network if you have a smart tv and you have roku you can catch our show on there every thursday at 11 a.m so make sure you guys check us out peace
What's good, people? It's your girl, Lady Miz. And guess what? I'm here to let y'all know that my show, From the Ground Up Productions, featuring myself. This is SheTV. Hey, we're back. This is SheTV. We got my sister, Nene Linus, on the line. What's cracking, sis? I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Oh, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Let me tell you, Michael, how to tell you. So, before we left, we were talking about how you was hustling outside of your trunk when you first did your first CD. You know, that's the classic oh, yeah. hustle for us. That's classic. Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of people don't understand that leads to other things. I mean, you've been around some big name people. Two Live Crew, Trick Daddy, Trina, the Yin, the Yin Yang Trends, Ray J, Franchise Boys. Like, how do you get in position to get yourself around these bigger name artists? And what does that do for your career, really? Um, uh, well, honestly, in Colleen, Texas is where I started out at. Um, shout out to the producer who first noticed my energy. That's what actually got everything started. Um, this guy named Qaddafi out of Colleen, Texas, um, said one day, I really like your energy. Come to my studio and say whatever you want to say in the booth. And I'm like, I don't know how to rap because I know I used to rap with my cousin Charles and them, Uncle Brian and them, and I was a dare them. And I'd be like, the hair is nappy, you need a comb. You know, I couldn't rap. <laughs> I really couldn't rap, right? So <laughs> they would laugh at me. So anyway, Kadaki said, well, just get in the booth and say whatever comes to your mind. And um, I got in the booth and I said, get hot, get hot, get hot, get hot, hot, get hot, get hot, get hot. So, so he took that and literally uh, turned it into a song and it um, laid into the hands of David Jordan off the 92.3 in Spain, Texas. And that's how I was able to open up Katrina, Ray J, A-Ball and all of them. Um, the song played in rotation for three years. And you know what, believe it or not, I'm gonna take them back old school. He made the beat. You ready for this? You ready for this? He made the beat off of a music generator. Stop playing. You know the music? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he made the beat off of a music generator, right? You know, back then you get all that, you make your little beat download it to the computer. It was fresh. And uh, yes, yes, you know. They, they don't know about that these days right now. So that's pretty much how I started um, my very first radio interview. The first big artist was Trina. I did a radio interview with her. We sold out the show. I was the opening act, and everything went well. You know, shout out to her and her career, and I definitely wish her the best. Yes. Now, let's talk about it, because you not only are a musician or artist, but you're also a model, and you've done a little bit of acting. Uh, you, you got to the stage and uh, got something popping in Berlin that one fine day. Tell us a little bit about that. How that... Did you actually go to Germany? Yes, um, my my mother had got remarried and my stepdad was in the military. So we got a chance to go to Berlin, Germany. We was there when the wall came down. We wow. were there. And yes, it was major. My was mother got a piece like, of the like, wall. What was the energy of the uh of the the culture around that when that wall came down? That was huge. What did that feel like? Oh my god. I just wanna say this. To, it, it feels like a person who was in jail for like 40 years and didn't do anything wrong to be in jail and they finally get released. It was that type of energy. People were crying, 
hugging each other. Like it was a major celebration. And my mother, she um, she found a piece of the wall with her name on it. Wow. You know, my RIP to my mother, Cheryl Bell. But uh, she have a, yeah, she got money in her uh, garage. I'm trying to tell my daddy that. That's money, that's money, that's money. That, that, that money, that's <laughs> that money, that's so, money, So that's that money, so that money, um, that's that money, a real deal. So I was in the ninth grade when I actually got, um, well, you remember the MC Hammer pants? They came out, they had the thing in the middle, they had the black ones. Oh, man, they was perfect for any size camel toe. Oh, yeah, I remember those yeah, pants, yes. Yeah, okay, okay, so me and my friend, Kiara, she's my best friend, which she's a lawyer now, but um, in Berlin, Germany, we was at the Berlin Fest, and we was by the go-karts, and we was dancing with the MC Hammer pants on, we had our little routine, we get down. So these these Germans came through with all these cameras, and they just started focusing the camera on us, and then they gave us a business car, and we like, we're, not, we're the only under ninth grade on this, so we like, what is this? They're like, we could use you guys some extras in a movie called One Fine Day. And we like, okay. So they gave us the business card. Our parents called them. Our parents agreed. And we got a chance to do four sets, four, four different scenes. We was extra, but now I know what it takes when people are shooting a movie now. It kind of takes the fun out of it because now I know like, when they're shooting a the movie, there's a microphone right above oh, them. Right above your head. See? It's called a boom yeah, mic. It'll boom you too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's why you see in the movies where you see extras, they lift the movie, but they can't talk because the microphone pick it up. So yeah, I had that opportunity in Berlin, Germany. Extra. Yes. That is fine. beautiful. And you know, yes. people don't understand. An overseas experience, I have never experienced being overseas yet. Uh, but it's so abroad in your mind and the possibility of what else is out there. And I think what occurs with local scenes, when we start talking about local scenes, you hear hater, that word hate thrown around a lot, right? right? Everybody's right. a hater. This is a hater. That's a hater. Right. But what they don't understand is they haven't traveled. They haven't seen what else is out there. So everybody's right. a crab in this one bucket trying their best to be the, at the top of the bucket because they did not even venture to go the other way to the other side of the bucket and just That's right. go somewhere else. Just get out the damn bucket. So I'm That's right. Just, Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm grateful for my mama had the strength to say, you know what? Let me get one of these military men so we can travel. Oh, get on with one of them. Because we're going to get on one of them because they don't know. Yet. So we're just going to get on to this thing here because you got this song out okay. here, Club, Club Zone. And it's pretty okay. dope. And I want people to check it out. Tell us a little bit about Club Zone. Club Zone is definitely, it, it'll take you back to the 90s where the feel good music was. Um, that's definitely my target for the uh, mature adult crowd that likes feel good music. Club Zone, you can play at barbecues, weddings, anything you celebrate. I mean, we can't be in the club, so that, that song is going to make you feel like you're with the club at any event. Either you're in your house, in your car, you don't feel like you're in the club regardless. So that's what it is. Club Zone.
messing with me. Just give me another drink and let me party. I ain't trying to be you. Excuse who you are. You know that I'm a star. I bought the whole bar. I ain't even tripping. I don't see it by far. Through the club for my car. Put a fucking lot bar. I'm dripping. Man, I'm dripping. Where I'm from, we got candy, cold stick. Shit, it gets you twisted. Party so explicit. Bloodline rich, you bet you can't fuck with me. Cause I'm in my energy. My own energy. Came to the club so I can be me. I'ma spend my money, go clip full of cheese. If you act up, got a nigga hundred get on me. Submit. Submit. So 
Hey, me. Hey. 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 I'm doing my thing. <laughs> it's a bad thing. I'm so drunk that I'm drinking at the bottle. I'm so sick, I'ma be a double model. Oh, don't spill nothing on my shoes. Don't spill that drink. <laughs> Anywho, shout out to everybody watching right now on Grind City TV Network, Roku, GrindCity.biz. Shout out to my man, Matt, Manny, Romain. Who else is on here? Ziggy, The Way. Shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate you. You know, we don't ask for no favors, but we do do good business. So we want y'all to do some good business and go on and hit that share, share, share. Because yeah. sharing is caring. Anywho, let's get into it. Now, sister, let's talk about it because this is She TV. And we got to talk about the she shit that goes on in the industry. Uh, now, how long have you been in the music industry about? 22 years. 22 years. Ooh, girl. And now when you are being tight, you know how they stereotype you? Uh, yeah. Tell me what the industry says you as a female artist is supposed to look like. Um, well, they say sex sell. And these, and these time of days, they want... To me, they want a lot of light-skinned girls have dressed. I'm not knocking anything anyone do. Salute to all the sisters doing their things and sacrificing their souls. If that's what they choose to do, that's on them. But the industry wants you to be uh, less clothed, less clothing. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do all that. Even if I had the, even when I used to have the body body for it, I still wasn't dressing like that because I have morals and respect for who I am as a woman. Just because I, I'm in this industry and I'm, I'm I'm an artist and I'm doing what it takes to be an artist, but that's not what I'm willing to do to be an artist. Not at all. You know what? This is your TV. Um, it's interesting that you say that because when you look at uh, younger artists right now, uh, they're they're sexy anyway, you know what I'm saying. So they don't see, they don't think that they're being exploited in the industry uh, if they don't wear clothes because they they feel like well, I don't wear. This is how I dress in my life. This is how I dress. But what they really don't understand is it's harder for people to hear what's coming out of your mouth if they're looking at your chest. That is absolutely true. So true. sex sells at burst. Yeah. But then we have to be careful of the little Kim syndrome. That's true. Now, a lot of people don't understand what the little Kim syndrome is. The little Kim syndrome is, if I feel like I'm supposed to be sexy, then I must always be sexy and not my regular self. And then you forget who your regular self is, and you go right. from beautiful little Kim who never realized if she would have walked outside in a hooded sheet every day, she still would have been beautiful. She never realized that. So she got to chopping and moving and changing and chopping, and now she's being clowned. And I think it's horrible how we're talking right. about her because she never understood the power and the beauty of self. How do right. you, as a beautiful feminine woman, because we got different women in this game, and, uh, you know, right now, a lot of the 
hardcore homosexual women who are rapping Ma M.A. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, M.A. Ma Miss Money. There's a lot of hardcore MCs coming out that are females, and they're really marking the game. They're marking it. I give them their props, and they're cool about their sexuality. I give them their props. But how do you, as a feminine woman, keep that balance between saying, hey, you know what? I'm beautiful. I know I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I might dress sexy. But in this industry, you're going to treat me like an artist and not a piece of meat. Right. Well, basically, I'm I'm one of them people, like, I don't live my life based off of how people see me. I live my life based off of what God sees in me and what he develops in me. And I've never been the type of one. I've always been a trendsetter, not the follower. Pisces, Pisces are leaders. We, we're natural born leaders. And um, I've always been that way, even around the great. Even when I was around the great, I felt like I was a great. I did not yes. allow yes. myself to feel anything less than that. Um, there's been times in this industry where I've gotten into it with a few people. Um, and because they were disrespectful because they want to, they figure if you open up for them, you're a groupie. No, I'm a star just like you. I'm on the same stage just like you. That same crowd, that same crowd you running in front of is the same crowd I'm in front of too. So you're not going to treat me anything less than that. And with that being said, if you can't like me for my music, then you might as well not even like me because I'm not going to give you that. You can have that lane if that's what you want, if that's what you're looking for. You're not going to get that out to lions. You're yes. not. Because lions, lions don't let you know straight up, we, we ain't going to play with you. We not. I'm, I'm not here to play with you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm out here applying pressure. Yes. I'm out here applying pressure for the women such as myself that was even before me and come after me. Be you, be authentic. You don't have to be out here dressed for less. Now, granted, I know this might come back and bite me in the ass because I have a daughter, um, Anaya Starborn. Um, that's Shout one of my Anaya. daughters. That's up. Yeah, that's out here doing her thing. She just did a video with a Yang Yang twins called Securing the Bag. She's up there with the grace in her time. And I know people say, well, your, your daughter, she, how can you say that in your, in your daughter dressed a certain way? I can say that because I'm speaking on an individual realm. Right. What my daughter chooses to do is what my daughter chooses to do. I can't stop her. I, I can't stop her. I'm not knocking her, but as a mother, I'm not going to say I'm going to go share one of her pictures when she has that stress. I'm not going to go share one of her pictures like that. And the other thing, as a mother, you've taught her how to protect herself, right? I, I feel like they've been through a lot to know, you know, I know it's new age things, and a lot of the younger artists, they're, they're following the trend. Yeah. They're following the trend, and I guess you could say, well, I'm old school, whatever, but I'm really not old school. It's just, it's just the individual person that I am. In my mind, I like for somebody to meet me and look me up and down and say, damn, I wonder about that. Yes. Not come up and meet me and say, damn, I already didn't see that song. I, yes. It ain't nothing really exciting about that. I want them to wonder about the lioness. Well, they wondering about me, sis. They don't know what's under the hat. If it's naps under there, gray hair. They don't know what the hell going on over here. Hey, what the, what, what's, 
what's under the shirt? Is it butter rolls or sugar rolls? Or damn rolls? They, they, so they always wondering what the hell going on up here. Is it egg rolls? Is it egg rolls? And shrimp egg rolls? Which kind is that? Um, you know, I love to have these conversations with my sister, She TV, uh, because we have to remember that as women, we set a different precedence when we come out and we do these shows. No matter what you are, if you're hardcore, you're different, or you're sexy, but you have to leave on the table, I'm a businesswoman before any of what you're looking at. That's butter and sugar, part. yes, sis. Butter and sugar me up. Shout out to Lady <laughs> Men's Man. Hey, I want to give it straight real quick. I don't mean to cut up. They had the virtual concert today, and it just brought tears to my eyes because I love the concept. I wanted to do one myself, and I'm so glad that that was successful for y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all did the damn thing with that. The artists were great. They were beautiful. And trust me, I might get on the next one with my butter and sugar rolls. But, um, Sister <laughs> Nene, with being the beautiful, uh, sexy, feminine woman that you are, you've grown into that role. But before that, you did a little bit of modeling. So tell us about that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I was 23 and I was modeling for face fashion, but I was pregnant at the time. Wow. So I was, when I, when I was doing these shows for Trina and all them, I was pregnant pregnant doing these shows but I was modeling so I was modeling maternity clothes it was definitely baby boom season so I was helping the ladies sell a lot of clothes wait, 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 hold up sis did you say baby booming season here it was well, wait, 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 wait a minute now, cause I need to be wearing that season uh, you know I'm, uh, I ain't you know the menopause ain't in full effect so if it's a season of that shit I need to know so I can <laughs> I need to get on the run. I'm a little bit too be old to be catching the flu that season. Tell Corona and her kids to go to hell. She said baby boomer season. Anywho, it was. Do you, now, did you like modeling? Because from what I understand, modeling is very difficult to do. I did not like modeling. I did not like modeling because, for one, I don't like to walk around in a bunch of heels all damn day. <laughs> and once my feet start hurting, oh, I'm going to take your shoes off right where I'm at so they don't get mad at me. This is what I say. Can you just put my shoes at the end of the walk so I can walk barefoot <laughs> down and uh, put the shoes on at the end? Man, I need my rabbit. I need my rabbit tail slippers at the end. I ain't playing with you. You know, it's so funny. You know, it's little. My mother, made, my mother used to try. She tried so bad because she wanted a girl girl. And unfortunately uh -huh. for her, for many, many years, she felt this way. She had me. You know, I've been right. this way since I was a little kid. And okay. she tried to put me in dance class. She put me in dance class. I got kicked out after three days because they said I had no rhythm. Damn. And I told her, my dance is special. What you talking about? And then she tried to put me <laughs> in the class where they make you walk straight up, right? So they, they try to make this little girl, this little chocolate girl, walk straight right. up. The point of the story is... It broke my self-esteem for a long time because, oh, wow. uh, you know, and I just realized this as an adult, as you're growing into the, the woman that you are, you realize what things have affected you to the point where it made you be uh, afraid to be different or you had to feel like because you were different, you, you had to be at it. I couldn't be nice yes. because I look hard and I had to learn yes. that you can. You absolutely can. Yeah, be can. nice you and you're welcome. Um, what did yeah. um, the effect of modeling have on you as a person? It was it something that you tried and was just like, eh, 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 
but or it didn't do something to you mentally like y'all bougie as hell and i need my damn slippers i ain't playing with y'all no <laughs> basically um i like the feminine part of it where you're able to be beautified I, I enjoy being beautified when I'm able to be beautified. Um, but um, I like the sad part about it. I just don't like walking in all them, you know, heels and stuff like that. Then, <laughs> they then, just took the heels then too, away. I was pregnant. So, then too, I was pregnant. So oh, not girl. only that. Pregnant with yeah. heels don't work. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. And so then after that, I, I had to perform after the show. So it gave me an experience as being a model. And then after the show, I was the closing act. Then I go on stage and I perform. Wow. So it's like I got a chance to experience both of those at the same time, but I choose music. I, I give up to my daughter Naya because she is a model. And she's, oh my God, she's a beautiful model. Yes. And I respect her because models, when they are artists too, and that's why I respect her, her and her life. It's not that I don't like her taking off her clothes, but I respect she is a model. There's a difference when you are a model and an artist because then you're going to dress extremely sexy because you're, it, that modelness is behind you. But for me, um, I think I planted that seed. I planted a good seed in that era because she wouldn't have been able to turn out to be the beautiful model. And she is because kids fail to realize your parents have to plant those seeds. Absolutely. Somewhere, somebody planted a seed for you to do those things which you are doing. And my my girls, uh, Nubian Locke, she's singing and she's playing um, instruments and um, she's learning, she's got her own studio. She's learning how to uh, mix and master her stuff. And then Anaya, she's modeling and singing and doing big things. So those seeds was planted. So I try to step my feet in everything that's inside of me because one of my children um, got that in them. It's gonna take it and grow that seed, you know. Well, um, I let you in on a secret. I model backwards hats. Okay, what you model backwards hats? You see, you see me rocking it? <laughs> yeah. What headphones? <laughs> You're absolutely right. You know. Our children may not always take the path that we desire for them, but if we can put as many seeds to different roots in them as possible, we give them opportunity to explore. And I think that's what I have a problem with with rap music right now. Rap music um, began to limit our mind on exploring. Right. Exploring that you can mix rap with rock. Back in the day, we had groups like Run DMC get together with Aerosmith. And something right. that you've done that, that I really love and appreciate is you went down to Nashville to see what that scene was about. Tell me a little bit right. about traveling to Nashville and why did you go there? Because I don't see that as a place for rap. <laughs> well, um, me and my fiance, um, we decided um, what we do is we'll go to different states and see what type of music scene that they have. And I will promote myself. I will tell people about me. Because even if it's not my genre, oh. what the fuck happened? Oh, wow. Uh, so we're going to go over here. Station identification. This is your girl, the button pusher. We going to get her face back on the line. But then until then, we got a little time for the sister to spend 16 points. And when we come back with it, we are the stars. I'm going to just go ahead and throw her song on. This joint right here is called Say Less. We're going to check it out 
Yo, this is Nene Linus. Say less. We're going to get her back on the line. Let's go. This is She TV. We don't quit. Grind City, baby. This is She TV. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nene What's up, mama? I mean, what are we waiting on for? I mean, if this is what you want, then that is what's what I up want. with it? I mean, we both grown. I'ma give you what you want. We both over dogs. Cause we here for a reason, baby. I'ma give you what you want. We both over dogs. Cause we here for a reason,
your name gonna be what's good people it's your girl lady miss and guess what i'm here to let y'all know that my show from the ground up productions featuring myself and my co-host ray will be teaming up with grind city tv network if you have a smart tv and you have roku you can catch our show on there every thursday at 11 a.m so make sure you guys check us out peace Dopest man, she she interviewed me and I watched it and I cried. I was like, it's the best thing ever in the world. So she's doing the thing and she's also part of the virtual concert today. So uh, these are people we like to link with and hook up with and network with and see okay. each other each other's way. Uh, because yeah. at the end of the day, you've done a lot of work with a lot of people from music to people like Tony Brown. Tony Roberts, Coco Brown, Monique Parker, and comedy. How did you get into comedy? Um, uh, well, a promoter, uh, First Move Entertainment out of Detroit. Um, they took me aboard and I was just doing music. I wasn't doing my comedy for them. They were the comedy, the comedians. I was just opening up, me and another artist, uh, I can't quite remember his name right now, but he's in California. He kind of reminded me of a young prince. Him and I was the main opening music act while everyone else did comedy. And so every time it was a comedy show, we was opening up the show with the music or, or closing it out. He did his set and I would do my set. Dope. Dope. Sounds great. I love it. I want to be like you when I grow up. So. And it's real, people. Everything I say is A1 truth. Nothing true. Baby. A1 truth. She got proof. But the cool part about it and the real part about this is although you are well-traveled, you've been around a lot of big names, you are still an independent artist. Now, so let's talk about that. 
first okay. of all, why? Do you choose to be an independent artist? Because you have a commercial feel and sound to your music. I feel like you're ready. If you wanted to get signed, why aren't you signed? Do you want to get signed? Like, what's going on? Answer the question. What's up? <laughs> oh, my God. I get this question a lot. Um, I do want to get signed, but I'm not willing to go kill family members to get it. Whoa. I mean, I said a mouthful. I'm not willing but you know to. What? Let's talk about that because when we talk about the word, right, right, lady man, she over there crying. I ain't trying to kill nobody. I love you, Auntie, but you know, you only need one of them legs, right? I'm trying to get sides. Get one of them legs. Just one, Auntie. Well, just a toe. Gotta get a toe. We get a half a deal if I could get a toe. <laughs> but let's talk about it because this is what a lot of people uh, need to understand. We don't have to make the sacrifice where it affects our soul. And now that I think it's what you are alluding to when you say right. you're not going to kill family members. I get that. But I don't think a lot of independent artists overstand the sacrifice we have to make just to be a real artist right and it's a sacrifice of your time yeah sometimes friendships sometimes yeah. relationships oh yeah you know sometimes child look i can't keep chicken chicken do you sacrifice your chicken maybe you sacrifice the chicken i can't get it off maybe the chicken was the sacrifice i don't know but I got stuck there, Nene. But, you know, if you're going to be an artist, a media, a show personality, there are certain sacrifices that you have to make. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go through a couple of mine, and then I want you to go through a couple of yours. So, okay. a couple of mine, I've been in this 25 years. My son is 28, about to turn 29. So, about around when he was four is when I began to do this. And... Uh, you know, I was still screaming football mom when he wanted to play football and all that stuff. But the sacrifice was the attitude that came with my son as he grew up in this industry. Because what I wanted to do was showcase orders. So I was spending a lot of money to do this. And he wanted, he didn't want Nikes, he wanted Jordans. Well, we can't right. have Jordans because I got to buy the food for the hip hop buffet series. So for an eight year period, nine year period, my son was pissed. He was pissed because he felt like I was doing more for these people than him. And now it's a sacrifice as a parent because I wasn't doing more for the people. I was doing more for the brand, and they don't understand that. Uh, another sacrifice, I had to put away my music career in order to build the media. As an artist, I had to make a decision. Am I going to spend the money on the music? Or am I going to spend the money on the equipment in the building in the studio to build the media? Sacrifice. So tell me a couple of sacrifices you feel you had to make in order to be an artist. Um, leave those boyfriends alone who didn't want me to make it. I had that to sacrifice. No damn sacrifice. Wait a minute. What the shit with the fucking thing? That is, that ain't a sacrifice. That is a necessary part of the game. If you ain't down, you get cut, motherfucker. I, I was sacrificing that. Yeah. And that's still so 
something special about the boyfriend that you had to cut and you could have kept that part if you wasn't honest because it was that part was that part that you would have had to sacrifice because he was good at that part let his sister know Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think a couple of things I have to I had to sacrifice. Like a lot of times when I go out of town, and you know, with my young daughters, my young daughter, um, it was the time that I missed out on when she was a baby, and I was on the road a lot, and you know, um, it was either mom do a nine to five that I figure out every job I went and got, I probably got fired because I was writing songs when I wasn't supposed to be writing songs. Sacrifice. I, <laughs> I sacrificed this job without music. Yes, I did. I did. Because you know what? I used to work for 30, 30, 39 cent burgers in uh, Colleen, Texas. And I'll be in the drive through. I had to work the drive through. I would be up there writing songs while I'm taking orders. So I felt like. So, what you say? They ordered a double McBride with a size of beat? <laughs> yeah, with a 16 on the side. Yeah, what you say? I said beat, not meat. Beat. They don't want a burger, they want a beat sandwich. No pickle. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like I had to sacrifice because it's either when you're trying to work in the uh, 9 to 5 or the 12 or the 10 hour job and stuff like that, you can't do your music. So I sacrificed me really getting money the way I could have because I stayed on the road doing, spending my money on this music. Yeah. You know, I sacrificed that because I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because yeah. if it was not so, then it wouldn't be so. It's already written. So I'm going along what was written for me. So let's go back to this uh, part real quick. Uh, the relationships. Uh, when you are an artist, you need to either be with an artist, someone who overstands an artist, or someone who is going to support you as an artist. Have you ever been in any relationships where you had a jealous maid or a mate that didn't understand that this is the way that you present yourself as an artist and you had to cut them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel like it's necessary because, I mean, a woman, when she gets into a relationship, not only is she not only just a woman, an artist, now she either is a fiance, yeah. a mother, yeah. a wife, or a girlfriend so she still is making that sacrificial somewhere in there but if you want somebody that's not going to completely support you meaning just because i go to the studio and there's niggas at the studio don't be accusing me of these dudes right. you know what i'm saying like nobody wants to hear that because it's really hard being an artist and when you got people in in the back of your head with that unnecessary drama that you don't need because when you start getting that money money wants to start right. really coming through they ain't gonna have nothing to say so it's like i've dealt with the jealousy i dealt with let me put a rope around your neck and you can only go so far out there in the industry and then you can't come back i've dealt with the abuse in the industry wow. i've dealt with uh 
you know, like some serious situations in the industry. And it's like, um, it's really hard on a woman because all we really want, it's not that we don't want a man in the industry. We want somebody to understand and, and let us do us because you cannot, I'm going to tell you what people mess up at. They jump in relationships. They jump in relationships and they want that person to stop doing whatever they're doing to use their world. And that's unfair because if someone allows you to come into their life and you're in a relationship with them, you got you coming in knowing what they doing. Anybody that I date. They know they came into a female that's in this industry. I do music. I be up late night promoting. I be up late night writing songs. I be all. I be up late night finding tracks. I mean, this is what I do. I walk through the house while people sleep, coming up with ideals. Yeah. You know, this is things that I do. Don't put a time limit on me. As long as I'm respecting you and I'm being loyal to you and doing my my wifely duties or my girlfriend duties or whatever situation that I'm in, let me do me. I you mean, know, stop. We watched we watched something very public uh, for uh, some well-known artists, uh, Rashida, Rashida and Kurt with the love and hip hop. You seen that kind of when she started to blow in the industry and spend time away from him, he kind of got he got stupid as shit. He got he just got stupid as hell. He's cheating and he making making doing all this stuff. And I think yeah. I feel like if that occurs in your relationship, that motherfucker wasn't real from the gate. Right, right. Because and, I mean, I feel like don't use what I'm doing for that to be your reason to go cheat. Because uh, I'm trying to be uh because I'm trying to help this is how I help and provide for the family. Indeed. You provide and help your way and I do you my get way. You in the kitchen and cook, goddammit, boy. Ain't nobody playing with you. You go in there and make my damn noodles. I ain't playing with you. Anywho, let's get into yeah, this last you know, jam just, we got for you called Twisted. Tell me a little bit about Twisted. Twisted is kind of based on what we're talking about right now when you're in a relationship and a person does not understand and respect who you are completely. So you feel like, man, you got me twisted. You know, if you don't want this position, another man, one man's trash is the next man's treasure. That's I ain't nobody's damn trash. Shit. And I don't mess with them. T- hey, you know what I mean? I wish somebody would tell me I'm somebody's trash. Come here, let me show you what the trash look. Anywho, let's get into this joint. She TV Twisted Grind City, baby.
on a mission to cover all 52 states but that's not actually what happened but I did try and I got the 13 and um, you know I was just trying to start a movement and you know a lot of black people say they want to be part of a movement and they want to be positive but when you start a positive movement they don't support it they'll sit back and talk about the negative side of, of it but they won't sit back and support it they just want to sit back and watch and talk about a way for you to fail at it, to say whatever. But for me, just to be an independent artist, ain't no deal. And I, I, I feel like I did 13 states. I feel like I, I did good. I was successful at that. That's major. That's motherfucking monster major. F what they said. <laughs> F what they heard. You come around here, I'm going to do your part on TV. They don't know how to get down. No. <laughs> Before we bounce up out of here, uh, what advice would you give to up and coming artists, male, female in this game? What advice do you have for them uh, to keep them positive and keep them pushing? I mean, just do you. Be uh, 
individual that stands out. Don't be like everybody else. Stay authentic. Stay rid of yourself. Stay consistent. Stay dedicated. And just because um, things are not moving just fast right now, the way the economy is, take this time out to learn the business. Take this time out to strategize. Put a plan together. Put a vision board together. Get your prayer life together. Because when this economy do open, you're going to be in the ocean with the sharks. These sharks going to be hungry because they've been up in the crib this whole time. So get your strength in order, first of all, because if you weak, this this business is definitely not for you. And if you a snake, it's definitely not for you because you're going to wind up stinking somewhere. Let's just be real. them snakes out. Now, you got something going on if we get if Corona will take our ass in a crib with her kids. I don't know what Corona, Corona somebody tell Corona to go to fuck home. Get Corona Major, come get your kid. She out here I, running rapid. She needs some sex. She needs some sex. Corona well, the needs thing some is, sex. Mother Nature's going through man oh pause. So she paused at all <laughs> us humans. She pissed the shit. And she let her own badass kid run around and fuck shit up. Anywho, you have the Twisted Tour going on. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, The Twisted Tour, the first date is September the 10th. September the 10th. This year in Baltimore with promoter promoter LeVar Hayes out there in Baltimore. I know a lot of y'all know him because... He does his thing. So shout out to LeVar. LeVar shout out to Hold up. LeVar Hayes? LeVar Hayes. Out of oh, you and I need to talk, my sister. And that's what's up. We need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk. Yes, yeah, so he has, he has put me on a lot of great shows. That's how I got to open up for Wu-Tang and Old Dirty Bastard Son. I did like I did a lot of things with LeVar, you know what I'm saying? But anywho, it's September the 10th. And... We got Wadi Records out of Florida. Elijah Waterford, a part of it. Um, we got $100 slots. So if you want to perform on this tour, it's a $100 slot. You get 10 minutes. You get the song played in, in the club. Um, it's going to be filmed. Um, we got sponsors of radio stations such as K-Bay, Grand City Music, SheTV. She's, she's one of our sponsors. We got DJ the DJ pool, which is with uh, probably like eight or nine DJs that come together and they critique the artist. They interview you. They critique your music, give you constructive criticism. We got uh, the Way of Life that's supporting the tour. We got uh, the Carter Boys out of Florida, which is another radio station out there in Florida. We got Is the Majonium supporting the. Um, supporting the tour. Shout out to Rodney Smith. Shout out to Track House that's sponsoring the tour. You need your hot ass producer. Somebody that's polished. That works with the best of the best of the best. I mean and that's going to actually take our time and get your stuff straight. Get that P. Rod Track House. Patrick Rodriguez out there in Houston, Texas doing his thing. They got movies and stuff coming out. We also got DJ King Smoke. The United Kingdom on our side. And they have millions of listeners in Amsterdam, Africa, all over there overseas. They're sponsoring us. And um, that's where it's at. I mean, once again, did I mention K-Bay again? I got to say K-Bay sponsoring it. We appreciate you coming aboard. I know you're fully uh, 
affiliated with Roku. You got all that on going on with a bunch of live stream platforms. So we definitely excited. So once again, artists, it's the Twisted Tour. First show, September 10th. You don't want to miss it. You go to the headline, come show love if you want to open up. Get at Eva K Bay. Get at Needy Lioness. Get at The Way of Life. Get at Elijah Waterford. Slots are open. September 10th is going down. Word. Twist well, you couldn't have said that no better. I couldn't have get any hook. Shout everybody. out to R. Dawson out there in New York doing his thing. He, he got everybody in the power, so shout out Carl Dawson. Where they can find Nene Linus music. I am now as of today on Distro this this All platforms Distro Kid, Twitter, uh YouTube, IG, uh TikTok, and all the musical platforms that you know that's out there. Apple Music, Tide, all that stuff right there. I'm on all the platforms with eight fire ass songs for the album Complicated. Shout out to COV for mine. I'm about to get on the track with you. Yes, we are. Can we tell them about it? Nope, we're gonna keep it a secret, but we're gonna, we gonna blow their mind with it. You see that, yes. Lady Miss? I hope you heard that. I'm rapping. You happy? <laughs> All right, you so definitely you stay- got the energy for it. Oh, thank you. We ain't gonna, gonna spoil it, but you got the energy for it, so I appreciate you jumping on there. Oh, I'm gonna have a ball on that. I got, I got a couple people to this. No, I'm talking shit. You hang in there. We'll be right back. You stay in here. Don't hang up. Let me do this real quick. Good people, y'all stayed with us. Y'all made it. This was CTV. Supposed to happen yesterday. Almost didn't happen today, but we got to happen. We got to crack it. We started all over again to make sure it was hot because we don't play no games at Grind City. My name is The Button Push. If you want to get on any of our shows, hit me up 412 2519620. Or you can just go to grindcity.biz. Drop me a line. Let me know what's going on. Hit me up at Media Grind City. Shout out to my sister and Nene Linus for hanging in there and being a strong trooper. I appreciate you. Tell my good people watching, we appreciate you. Share, share, share. Because sharing is caring. Remember, my good people, you are as good as your word. So make sure that your word is born. And if you got something dope, the people that watch these shows are dope people. So you might want to reach out to them so that they can see your dopeness and help you push that dopeness. My name is The Button Pusher, a.k.a. A.K. Bay, a.k.a. The Constant Motherfucking Grinder. We will see y'all back here Wednesday night with Rep Yo Brand. We got my man, Mr. Darrell, on it. He's going to be talking about his management company and how you guys can be a part of that. You don't want to miss it. Management and marketing, that's what we're talking about on Rep Your Brand Wednesday. We'll see you then, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God permitting. I love y'all. Keep your head up. Stay safe. Put your mask on when you're outside. And if you forget it in the car, take the long walk back to the car. And get your mask. Shout out to Cal Green out there. I, I, I don't know. She don't know. We They can't hear her. But Cal Green in Florida, she says she love you. We out of here. This is She TV. Where I sit it, baby. Peace. This is She TV.
Grind city, baby. Grind city.